And now, two guys and a grill. The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome to another edition of The Barbecue Show. We're so glad you chose to join us today and every day. Uh, my name is Jake, and uh, to my left... I'm stunned. There you go. See, I mixed up the intro today a you little bit. You did. I like to keep people on their toes. Uh, we do appreciate you listening, though, uh, on these fine radio stations. Don't forget, you can always uh, re-listen or download our uh, the full episodes uh, where? KTOE.com as well as uh, other places like uh, wherever you On your, your favorite podcast platforms. I yeah. like that. There you go. That's the awesome. The Barbecue Show. I like we're it. We're out there. We're out. We're everywhere. Um, hopefully you had a great Labor Day weekend. Uh, stu- what did you do for Labor Day weekend? Did you get anything exciting? Oh, yeah. We uh, smoked some ribs. Nice. Had to get that going. We got to get ribs ready because we're doing a competition here at the end of the month. That's right. Uh, also did. Sorry that you're not coming with me. <laughs> I was willing to just let it go. Oh, sorry. Uh, but then also, what did I also do? We made cheeseburgers cheese one bugger, night. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger. And then, oh, pulled pork. I had pulled oh, pork, yeah, too. Yeah. And so with that, uh, that was leftover pulled pork, I guess. And so we just heated that up, and we had pulled pork tacos one night. One night we had pulled pork sandwiches and uh, Porky Mac. Mm-hmm. It was oh, another night. Yeah, yeah. yeah awesome. Our whole dinner on, what night was that? We got a new TV at the house. And so my buddy came over to help me mount it because that's... Uh, can't get nobody else to help me in the house. And uh, we mounted the TV and uh, I said, stick around. We're having Porky Mac. He's like, oh, got to do that. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. So that was good. Let me ask you this. Um, you mentioned uh, you had pulled pork because you make a lot of pulled pork, obviously, especially if you're just feeding two or three people. Yeah. And then you freeze the rest so that you can reuse it where where wanted and needed. Do you or anyone else that maybe might, I don't know, live with you, <laughs> consider that cheating when you pull out frozen stuff and reheat it? Uh, no, I don't think it's necessarily cheating. Obviously, I wouldn't say, come on over to the big barbecue if I'm not barbecuing. Right. But we're going to pull pork or something like that. I mean, there's been a few times I brought pork here to work that's been frozen. I'm like, let's just use this up at work. Right. And throw in the crock pot because it still tastes delicious, obviously. Um, so I wouldn't say it's cheating as much because also I need to get better at using leftovers i'm terrible right. at using yeah. leftovers and i ask because sometimes i run into this uh, my wife will do it all the time she's like well i kind of cheated on dinner tonight the other night she made a stroganoff and she goes ah, it's not really stroganoff i cheated i go what it, it looks like stroganoff it tastes like strog-. she's like well you know i was supposed to use egg noodles and i didn't want to run to the store so i used rigatoni noodles instead <laughs> and i go yeah okay it's pasta who cares yeah right it's i'm just, pretty sure that's both pasta right and then and then it was uh well I didn't really want to put that much effort in it because I got this sinus headache going on. So I just browned some hamburger and I go, honey, I d-, she's like, and she's like backpedaling and try- I go, honey, it doesn't matter. Have we put that it's much pressure cheating. on ourselves that right. we don't do a full blown meal on the smoker or grill or whatever that we yeah. are cheating? Yeah. I, I don't think it is. I think your, your wife is fine. I think we're right. fine. Uh, I, it's one of those things you've got to kind of make it work. Right. And uh, you know what it tasted like? What? It tasted like beef stroganoff. No way. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> it was good. It was good. And you know what? Yeah, it was a, it was a much quicker version rather than, you know, doing the doing the stew meat and in and, and that way. But right. it was still good. And and she whipped it up in like 20 minutes, if even that. So I was like, don't worry about it. And in your case, I, I see that a lot where like, well, that's, you know, he just pulled that out of the freezer. Yeah, but, you know, several weeks ago, you went through the whole process right. to create that. And, and save it for later. And, and so I, I think sometimes you're right. We sell ourselves short a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we do. I mean, I make, you know, brisket or whatever, and I end up freezing chopped brisket. And then down the road, 
Uh, I, don't, I wouldn't call it cheating because it still took right. 12 hours at one point to cook up. So You still had to go through the uh, the process and the steps to get it all started and, and, and popped off. there correctly. might be something to be said about freezing it properly or putting it away properly, too. That yes. does take some skill. Not a lot. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying. Right. Making sure you uh, cooled it to proper temp and then put it in the fridge and got it. And then, you know, that takes a little bit of work. That's that's a very good point. And I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, one of the things we're going to talk about today on the show is tailgating. And sometimes you do a lot of prep ahead of time and take food with you that you're going to warm or rewarm and uh, and serve. And so transportation and protection is a uh, is an important part of that. So that's a very nice tie in stunt. Absolutely. I totally did that on purpose. I figured you might have. Uh, the thing I was going to mention, too, is that uh, I think we also sometimes we sell ourselves short. Like like my wife whipped up uh, stroganoff from scratch in 20 minutes without having all the necessary ingredients that do a normal, quote unquote, air quoting now, traditional stroganoff. Um, good for you. Yeah, that's absolutely. Like, that's a win to me. Like Because she could have said, uh, I'm just not feeling it. I don't have the stuff I need to make what I want. So I put together two boxes of mac and cheese and some beans and some hot dogs and going crazy, you know, like, no, still that's a win in my, yeah, book. I would so, agree. I would so absolutely agree with that. People sell themselves too short. So, uh, Labor Day weekend. Oh, spend the weekend at the lake. Yeah. Good for you. So that was nice. Got Any, to have some fun. You got the you got charcoal up there. Or propane. We do, uh, we do basic propane up yeah. there. Yeah. It's pretty, you know, when we're, again, when we're at the lake and we talk about this, especially on holiday weekends, we really like to uh, we really like to spend our time having fun, and uh, that was one of the things my wife forewarned me because her and her sister and her mom put together the menus every mm-hmm. every weekend. We're up there for whatever reason, and then I'm usually just told what I'm doing. Like sometimes <laughs> you're going to be grilling this, you're going to be doing this. You're going to like, oh yeah, great. There's nothing wrong with that, honestly. Yeah, no, Not having to think sounds great. Yeah, and uh, she said you're going to be disappointed. I said why. And she said because Friday night uh, we're going to do burgers on the grill, and that's probably the only time we'll touch the grill all weekend. And I said, well, all right, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't care. Yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, cool. You know, we did like uh, sandwiches and stuff that we normally would do. Uh, we would normally smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, we just did them in the oven. This is great. Wrapped them in tinfoil because they were warm, like uh, Hawaii, uh, King's Hawaiian. Yes, yes. Love we did those. like a, We did like a, a ham and cheese slider on those, which are delicious. And then wrapped them into uh, two sandwich packages okay. and wrapped them all in tinfoil in twos. I threw them in a cooler and then took them out on the boat with us. So, so we could easy. we so, could park so on the good. sandbar and just, you know, you could stand there and snack on a sandwich and uh, yeah. it was no big deal. So Again, we talked nice. about that before, I think. How many how good it was when you were younger where you made a pit stop and you had ham and cheese sandwiches out of a baggie right. that your mom made before you left the house. For whatever reason, those were always the best. And it was always the most plain chips, but it was like the best. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's just something about that that, uh, you know. Have food will travel. <laughs> I'm coming. Uh, you're going back to what you said. Oh, no, I lost it. You just talked about having, uh, being prepared and grilling on the, mm-hmm. I lost it. Never mind. Just enjoying the lake and. and yeah, good for you. Yeah. I don't know. I lost it. Okay. That's, That's completely gone. It was, let me tell you, it was probably the most riveting piece of information we ever had on the show. It's gone. It's gone. It's so, never, never coming back. It's folks. not coming back. But you should continue to listen diligently in case it <laughs> pops up. You never know. That's when right. It might pop back up. Uh, other than that, what did I do? It was pretty pretty low key at my house this week. So I did some pork loins uh, quickly. I call them pork loins because there's no such thing as a boneless pork chop. <laughs> Much like there's no such thing as a boneless wing. It's a nugget. Um, so angry. I know. Why am I so angry? Get off my lawn, you dumb kids. <laughs> <laughs> you darn kids. Uh, and th- those were great. Um, I know what it was. Yeah. Ready for it? Yeah. Uh, just you talk about how it's about spending time with family in the lake. Doesn't matter if you grill. 
my plan was to grill on Saturday night down. We were with her cousins in happy time at the happy time resort down just across the border in Iowa. And we're gonna do this grilling and this whole big thing. And then it just got late. Everybody got a little tipsy. And all of a sudden, Let's just order food from the from Cabana, <laughs> right? And so that's what we did, and nice. it was and it was perfectly fine, and it yeah. did not matter. I agree, because um, it's just about having a good time anyway, you know. And so, just it was more so. I was just going to connect with what you said, and that it's not about having as much as we all love grilling. It's not always about having to grill. It's right. about having time with time with that family, and so you're not always wrapped up into the grill. That's uh, you, and I don't know if you knew this, and I don't want to get us off track here. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Famous last words. Oh, uh, right. You know where they got the name Happy Time for that resort. Why is that? Because everyone's happy because they're almost out of Iowa. But um boom. I kid, we love our neighbors to the south. They're amazing folks. Yeah, great and folks. Talk about pulled pork. They make some good pigs down there. They do make good pigs. They do. Uh I think I might have mentioned this once before. We were in Denver last year. I think it was like January for curling for a national event, and we ran into my wife's cousin lives down there. And him and I hit it right off. Great guy. Um, you, when you say cousin, you get misled a little bit because he's probably 30 years her senior. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and we were all out to eat. And I said, oh, I was looking at some different things. And I go, what is this? Uh, something about a pork chop. I go, that sounds good. He goes, careful. Pork chops down here aren't like they are up in the Midwest. <laughs> Where you guys are up there, they get a lot of grain and they get fattened up. Everything down here is pretty much grass fed, which I think is a big... People like to brag about, oh, we have the best grass-fed beef. And I'm like, yeah, but you know what You know what grain does to an animal? <laughs> Boy, it does some good stuff. Like, here, here's an idea. Eat a, eat a deer that was shot up north in the grass and the pine needles, and then eat one that was shot down south in the cornfields. You tell me which one tastes better. <laughs> All right? Get, just do some research and get back to me. But, yeah, I thought that was funny. He was like, oh, easy. <laughs> Calm <laughs> down on this. The pork chops down here aren't going to be like they are right. at home. So, uh, so don't. Uh, don't sleep on the pork chops and pork we get around here in Minnesota and Iowa. Well, so. we were watching some show on Netflix the other day, Barbecue Wars or whatever it was, and it was there at Memphis in May, and it was following the teams, and I forget the host's name, uh, but he's got a barbecue. He's got restaurants all over the country, and so he has got barbecue shops, and he was with the, the Blues Hog people. Oh, nice. And there's a few other ones that were named that you like, oh, I know those. I've seen those. Or I've seen their spices and sauces on the shelves because – well, they're an actual barbecue team, and right. here they are at Memphis in May, and uh, they were talking about, well, we're Team Compart today, and this and this, and I was looking at the girlfriend, and I was like, isn't it crazy watching this? Like, these guys are just down the road, right. and they're just kind of like explaining how it's, you know, all these things come, not all these things, but a lot of these things come right from the Midwest, because that's where some of the best is. Well, I can think of two guests we've had on uh, in the last year that are competition barbecuers, and we ask them about their meat all the time, and they always say the same thing. Uh, when it comes to my brisket, it's Wagyu brisket. Yep. And when it comes to my pork, it's always compart. Yeah. Yep. And, exactly. Uh, and, and they all say this and it's always compart. They just, there's just no question about it. And yeah. so uh, I, I love that, that we're, we're that connected. I think sometimes we forget how good we have it. We do exactly connected. what I was saying. We have it pretty good around here. Now, unless you like uh, red eyes and bullhead, we don't have the best seafood. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I shouldn't say that because we got walleyes. Yeah. Yeah. And crappies. We got into some crappies on uh, Sunday. Monday morning. Of Labor Day. Labor Day, Monday, Monday morning, Labor Day. Anyway, uh, I digress. Um, quick pre-sell. I don't want to jinx us because uh, our our guest lined up for next week, speaking of uh, spices, That's is right. uh, kind of going big time on us. Yeah, they made a big move. Um, it'll be fun to learn about what they did. They just teamed up with an NFL team. <laughs> is that, not, not, you want more of a tease than that? <laughs> it's an NFL team, folks. <laughs> 
a professional team. A real team. They got jerseys and everything. These guys get paid All to right. play. Uh, we're going to talk with Tailgate Spices next week. See, yes. I didn't want to tease it because what happens he doesn't show up? I know. Yeah. He's, he's got a lot going on right now. I'll pretend to be him. Uh, we'll talk with Tailgate Spices next week, who just teamed up as official partners with the Minnesota Vikings this year. They're a professional football team. <laughs> yes, they are. Outstanding. They even got a stadium. <laughs> That's a really fancy. It's the People's Stadium. Yes, it is. Uh, I was just voted the number one stadium in the league, as a matter of fact. Well, see, here I am talking trash about such a great facility. Well, that was by the sport by thirty sports writers from the Athletic, so that probably means they have a good spread of food. Yeah, that's exactly. You got a good free section in the in the in the uh, the press box. Press box. Yeah, yeah. they live for that food selection. That's for sure. Anyway, uh, speaking of professional football teams, uh, football season is fully upon us. Um, as we get into the uh, the weekend of the NFL, we already saw uh, your Detroit Lions beat. The, see how I gave them to you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, beat the uh, Kansas City Chiefs the other day. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty impressive. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about tailgating today. Let's do it. I'm what? excited, honestly. I, I do too. Because I, I, I don't do enough tailgating, but I've seen, uh, especially when we go to MSU and Mankato, the tailgating that people do is uh, really kind of jumped up in quality. It has gotten there, that's for sure. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about tailgating. Before we do that, though, let's get to the barbecue show tip of the week. And today it's all about prepping and packing ahead of time for that tailgate grilling. Yeah, because tailgating is so big. So whatever you're going to do, whatever your menu is, plan ahead and then take an initiative to have everything ready that you can have ready before you go. So let's say you're doing a baked potato bar, which I had at a few different tailgate parties. So amazing. Um, it's just incredible how you can use that uh, cooler to keep everything hot and you just pull out stuff and there it is. Make the potatoes at home before you go. Right. So that way it's ready. Um, but whatever it is, think about using different uh, different things around the house. Maybe get a, a toolbox to hold all your, all your spices, all oh, your condiments, you maybe your gear that you're going to use. Whatever it is, pack accordingly. And just maybe have those tailgate essentials ready to go in the truck or in the back of your car or vehicle. So when you're there, it's not a lot of planning. You're just there for a good time. But uh, the thing I would add to that is, um, and don't be afraid to do as much prep at home as you can. Is like that what if you said? Well, you did, but I meant what I meant was uh, prep. <laughs> go it. on. You, know, you're you right. weren't listening, were you? <laughs> I was kind of, but uh, <laughs> I meant like uh, if you're having a potato bar, for example. Right. You know. Uh, if you want to be cool and make it look good, do like you see on the TV cooking shows, you know, and they go, and I've got two, I got two tablespoons of ground pepper here and it's in a little white dish, Oh, you know, uh, dish up your, your stuff you're going to put on there. If you're going to have bacon bits, you know, fry that bacon, crumble it up, put it in a little container that you can pull the lid off and it's there and there it's good it to is. go. You don't want to be standing there, uh, you know, next to the tailgate stuff, trying to dice onions or slice up right. tomatoes or right. do any of that kind of stuff. Make sure that stuff is all pre-packaged, ready to roll. I'm a big fan of disposable packaging if you can find it or use it or if you're recycled like whip. It's cool, always a cool whip containers <laughs> or whatever. It's always a pain to have to try to bring something home to wash it later on. That's for right, sure. right, exactly. So that's what I'm Anyway, hey, uh, great tip today, Stunt. Yeah, thanks for adding in. I don't know that I... Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. You're welcome. Let's talk tailgating in more detail when we come back on The Barbecue Show. The Barbecue Show will be right back. The Barbecue Show is filmed before a live studio audience. Actually, it isn't. I've just always wanted to say that. And now, back to The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. 
Welcome back to the barbecue show with Stunt and Jake. That stunt over to my uh, left, where you always sit. That's where I'm at. And then straight ahead of me is where Jake sits. (laughs) Something like that. Anyway, we're glad you're joining us today. Um, Football season is upon us. I know uh, the last week or so it's been really uh, spicy hot and hasn't felt like football season. But it's here, baby. Yeah, it is. And this weekend, the weather cooled down for us, too, which is nice. We like it a lot. So let's talk tailgating, Stunt. You like that? Now, there's two types of tailgaters. Uh, I like to say there's the eaters and the drinkers. Yeah. Right. You know, because where you go to most people, their tailgating uh, setup revolves around either uh, beverages or food. I agree. Uh, there's always a mix of both, but you'll see that they're leaning one there's way or the other. There's definitely one or the other that they're, they're that's where they're there for. Today, we're going to focus on food. We figure by now you're an adult, you know how to do the drinking part. We'll <laughs> leave that up to you. But the food part can be really amazing. And we've all had our own tailgating. If you've ever been to a Johnny's game. Up in uh, St. Joe's. Is that pretty big? It's like it's like a half mile stretch, and you just bounce from bing bong bing really? bong from, from tent. Cool. And they have the tents, and they have the full blown deals. And it's not just you know pigs in a blanket. It's all out amazing quality. That's like, really cool. It's like thirty food trucks almost the <laughs> the, the quality of food. So um, there's a lot of different things you can do. What are some good? Let's let's cover two sides of this. What's a what's a good basic? Like I want to tailgate, I want to be, I want to impress my friends. How right. can I do that? But uh, do it on the easy, do it on the cheap, do it without having to spend days getting ready. Brought some burgers, got to be the simplest, right? Yeah, you probably. He's right. got buns. You need you need a fire. You need buns, and you need your dogs. Yeah, and you can do it all on site. Yeah, that's nice. easy to do on site. There's not much prep work there at all. Obviously, right. um, I think that would probably be your number one way to start doing tailgating. We talked in the tip of the, of the week before the break about how do as much prep beforehand as you can. If you're doing a baked potato bar, that's a long, slow cook. Bake those ahead of time. But if you're doing burgers and brats, anytime you can have a heat source outside football season makes you even more popular. <laughs> it does. Yes, it it's does. True. I mean, I'm just, then people have something to stand around, you know. Yep. And, and something it, uh, to talk You talk around that. You just gather around because it's warmer and it's going to be nice. People congregate the fire since the beginning of humans. <laughs> Back to the Neanderthals, we, we congregate the fire. Uh, it's just a, a natural thing. Now, what if I, okay, so burgers and brats are pretty simple. And there's nothing you really need to do there unless you're going to do raw brats and then you want to boil them in your uh, you know garlic, onions, and beer beforehand. Right. Bring them, bang, you're ready to roll. Um, let's take it up a notch. All right. What do you want to do fancy? Well, I think you start getting a little fancy. You start doing some more levels of things. You're going to have your baked potato bar. I think I like the next that. level. That's a great concept. I think having, um, um, any sort of bar, like for nachos and like a taco in a bag type level, crock sure. pot. So I'm thinking now stuff you have to plug in or something like that, I guess. Right, you know, right. that's, I think that's your next level. That's not necessarily barbecuing, but you're going to talk about having tacos in a bag or something like that. That'll be your next. Well, you kind of hit part of it on the head too, is that uh, when it comes to tailgating, whether you're trying to go fancy or you're trying to go simple, uh, easy to eat. Yes. Things that you need, a fork and a knife and a plate, are not ideal for tailgating. You know, stuff you can throw in a bowl and eat with a spoon or drink out of a cup. (laughs) You know, because I've seen people do chili in a cup. Right. And then they've got a spoon, but really, if they're doing it right, they can kind of, you know, you you can do it on an easier uh, basis like that. Anything you can eat with your hand, you know. Those type of things always make it easier. Knowing that there's not a lot of places to put your stuff down, so you have one hand for your drink and one hand to eat your food. Having that in mind when you're kind of planning your meals. Those are uh, those are definitely important things that you want to factor in. Now, uh, we've talked a little bit about preparation in the past, and we've talked about uh, on-site things like, you know, do you, do you need a generator if you're going to go, you know, if you're if you're going to cook on-site, think about fuel ahead of time. Like, mm-hmm. are you going LP? Are you doing charcoal? 
Um, you know, are you going to park right away and then pull out the pellets? You know, things along those lines. Uh, so you you know you want to plan for that, and you got to think about the parameters also of what you're dealing with. Because some places have laws and limits and restrictions on what you're allowed to bring in right. and set up and use. You know, you know, a lot of places aren't going to let you put a fire ring out there, <laughs> throw some logs on, <laughs> yeah. and just hey, come on over and make some s'mores, kids. Yep. You know, that's probably not going to be ideal, but you want to make sure that you plan for all those things. Um, let's talk about transport because if you, you if you're pre prepping and you're pre-cooking, you got to get that food to the site. Right. Uh, coolers. A definite cooler that you're going to be able to trust. You're going to want to have something for dry storage and plan ahead for something for trash. Yes. Uh, that's one thing I always kind of gets forgot about because it's not what you're worried about when you're on your way there. Right. But if it's a something you can close up and, lot, and leave in the back of the truck until you take it home or if it's a bag and maybe there's garbage available for throwing there, that'd be always helpful as well. And you see this a lot with uh, like backyard parties and uh, get-togethers and barbecues. Is the, the you know the guy who shows up and he's got the cooler full of beer, and on top of the beer and ice, he's got you know two layers of food. Yes, you know what I mean. And he's like, well, I got it. that's not ideal in most situations. A lot of t- situations you want to have you know two coolers. One, like you said, one for dry, one to keep warm, yep, and one for cold. Uh, and there are certain things you want to keep cold, but I like to keep my food and my drink separated. I just, well, maybe I mean, I'm bougie. We're talk- well, it's more so can health concerns. If you're talking about raw meat on top of your drinks, even if it's sealed, you want to be careful with that, obviously. I know a guy, and I don't want to get too uh, uh, too colorful here, but I do know a guy who came to a backyard uh, grilling barbecue party event with his food and his beer in the same cooler. Uh, he grilled chicken. Oh, boy. And by the end of the night, and he probably only had six cans of beer in there, but by the end of the night, he was... He was donezo yeah. uh, because of the raw chicken that had gotten all over his beer cans. And it, he didn't he didn't pack his raw chicken properly, and so it leaked. And so through the course of the day, that raw chicken fluid and goo got onto his beer cans that he was handling and drinking from, and then he got yeah. sick, really yeah. sick. You gotta you want to plan ahead. Even if you're like, well, I'm, I'm going to be able to pack this differently, or I'll just, well, just play it safe. Right. And that would be another thing to talk about when we talk about tailgating, Hi, not hygiene, <laughs> Um, cleanliness or whatever. I mean, no. you want to make sure you keep uh, some sort of wipes on hand, hand sanitizer on hand when you go. That that can be brought along with paper towels and such and things mm-hmm. along those lines are yeah. always uh, always a bonus. Um, I'm a frugal guy. I think most people know that. I would say you know cheap but frugal. Uh, when you're transporting food, especially raw food, uh, don't skimp on your zip top containers and bags. Yes. If you're buying the cheapest one you can find, you're going to have problems. You're going to have leaks. You're going to have holes. You're going to have tears. You know, spend an extra dollar or two and make sure that things are sealed up well. Trust in Ziploc is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. And I will, uh, sometimes I'll use my uh, my food sealer also to transport. Because okay. then you know you're locking everything in there. Um, it's a little trickier if it's really hot. But if I'm transporting raw, sometimes that's a great way to do it. Knowing that I'm just going to slice that open and throw it away. Right. Uh, and then I don't have to worry about leaks or problems. Then that's that a solid point. Yeah. Yes. As far as that goes. So. Would you ever do ribs at a tailgate? That's uh, When you were talking about your levels earlier, I was kind of leaving ribs for a third level if you wanted to. I would do. But that, you have to be there and ready to go hours ahead of time. I would do ribs. I would cheat. You would I cheat. Would, I would cheat. As, uh, and if you if you want to call it cheating, where I would I would do the smoking or the cooking part. Like sometimes I'll do ribs in my oven at the house or in the grill. Yep. But I'll wrap them and I'll cook them for about two hours wrapped. And then I'll unwrap them, let them, you know, let them sit. 
And then when I'm close to ready to eat time, I put them on the grill and then I sauce them and finish them. So they only need 20 to 30 minutes of additional saucing and finish time on the grill. Right. And that's what I would do is I would, I would cook them, I would unwrap them, I'd let them come to room temp, and then I would rewrap them and throw them in the fridge. And then the next day when we're out tailgating, I'd fire up the grill pull those babies out. So they're coming off the grill, freshly sauced, freshly hot, right. but you still don't lose that flavor. And no, that very good thing. point. So, and that's, and that's, again, that's, you know, that's not a true, you can do that with your smoker and the, you know, wrapped in your, your oven or your gas grill, but it's not a true, uh, you know, you're not going to get that true, like smoking for but three now, hours. But now you're not there. spending three hours out, out of the tailgate. Well, right. that's just it. Some people spend hours at tailgates. I mean, right. they get there four or five hours ahead of time for Vikings games. Right. And that's, yeah. Always mind-boggling to me. Like as much as I'd love to go to a Vikings game, I don't have time to show up five hours early and right. we'll go watch a four-hour game. It's kind of crazy. I think there's a lot of people who show up uh, with huge rigs and never go into the stadium. <laughs> that's true. Too. I think they just set up and they do the thing and they watch the game on a portable TV outside, and, and that's uh, that's part of their atmosphere. Right. So they do. I get that. You're with people who have the same interests as you, and makes it a lot more fun. It does. It does. And it's just you know. And again, I, I think it's important to. to I don't want to overstress this, but um, you know, you you gotta be you gotta be open to what you want to do, and um, don't be afraid to try some stuff. You know, and and the whole idea is you gotta play around and, and see what you like, and don't be afraid to experiment and have fun. Absolutely. Now go fire that thing up. The Barbecue Show Hashtag. with Stunt and Jake. Hashtag. Like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook.